Hello, and welcome to the Female Founder Friday podcast with me, Lindsay White. I'm passionate about helping female entrepreneurs be great leaders, build high-performing teams, and create inspiring workplace cultures through innovative talent programs and practices. Because when people feel like they belong at work, they deliver their very best and businesses thrive. The Female Founder Friday podcast is all about connecting with the most incredible female entrepreneurs to talk about their journey to creating their own business, the mistakes they've made along the way, and how they view their own leadership. And I'm challenging all of my guests this season to take my leadership style quiz, and during each episode, we'll be digging into their leadership style and how it impacts the way they lead in their life and their business. And if you're interested in learning more about your leadership style and want some of my top tips to help you lead more effectively, you can take the quiz right now. Just check out the show notes or head over to highvoltageleadership.ca and click on the button at the top of the page that says, take the quiz. Then you can share your results, connect with my guests and join the conversation on Instagram by following me at High Volt Leadership. My guest on this week's episode is Ed Veach Gilbert. Ed Veach is the founder of New Life Directions as well as the best-selling author of Victim to Victorious. And Ed Veach has such a compelling story of her own journey from I can't to I can that she can trace back to her life as a small child moving back and forth between Europe and the US. And Ed Beach learned through her own deep exploration and years of hard work, how we can shift that internal conversation and really get a handle on it. Now Ed Beach is all about supporting individuals as they age victoriously and really find the joy of living and the grace of aging. Ed Beach has an incredible story to tell us today and the most amazing wisdom to offer each of us. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, everyone. I have a great guest here with me today. I have Ed Vige, uh here to talk to us this afternoon about her incredible journey as a female founder. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lindsay, for inviting me on your show. I think I feel it's a privilege to be with you. Well, that's I like your lovely. Energy. That's I like your energy. I resonate with you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think that's lovely. I I take that as the highest of compliments when someone feels like our energy really meshes. So that's wonderful. And I know that's only going to add to the conversation here today. Um, and I, I, I mean, I've read your bio, but I'm terribly interested to hear more about your journey to being a female founder, how you got where you are today. I believe we all have a story and the story really is determining the course of our lives. If we choose to be aware of this story instead of being victimized by the story. Yeah. Because my story was challenging mm -hmm. um, and it actually is helpful for me now to use it for my work which in retrospect, I didn't think it could be possible. Right. Um, yeah, so my, it started that my parents fell in love. My mother was French and my father was not. And he was in the uh, American army as a Polish officer in the north of France. And I was born there. And then they decided to come to America to seek fortune. That's what people used to do in the old days. Yes. I 
today is a little more challenging to find that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when they arrived, complication occurred, and my mother felt that I would be safer in better hands uh, with my grandmother. But my grandmother used to live in Cannes, in that beautiful, you know, the known for the film festival. Right. And in those days, people used to travel by boat, not by plane. Right. So the journey is about 10 days to cross the Atlantic. And the Atlantic can be rough. Oh, yes. Turbulent seas. Um, so... My mother couldn't bring me back. They didn't have money, but they found this nanny that she knew. And I'm about three years old. And she decided to put me, place me in the care of this woman that I'd never seen in my life. Oh my. And so I imagine that, that uh, I, I definitely went through a little bit of stress. Oh. But anyway, so my journey started there on a boat and I ended up with my grandmother, raised by my grandmother who saw me as a fragile child who needed protection. So every time I wanted to do venture, like kids to try yeah. something, she would stop me and say, no, you can't. Hmm. So Lindsay, think about this voice that has been repeated over and over through the years. And this voice never left me when I decided to leave France to join my parents who used to live in New York. I left with the voice embedded in my brain. Yeah. But I, I didn't know that because it's it was a subconscious recording. Sure. So every time I arrived in New York, the stress of the big city compared to my little town yeah. became overwhelmed and to and to find refuge from the stress I went into I call it bagels and brownie diet which I don't recommend anybody try so I gained <laughs> weight <laughs> and it wasn't just the weight it was my state of mind yeah so I couldn't get out of this paralysis of feeling depressed feeling lost overwhelmed and I'm sure people can relate to this uh, uh, state and so I decided to, two choices, either I would sink to the black hole or mm. I would be on a quest to find an answer. So I went on a quest and the answer was not weight loss because it's never that issue is never where you think it is. It was a result that I couldn't find my inner peace yeah. myself, my yeah. self-love. So I went on that journey and the journey got me 30 years to accumulate data and degrees and I became a yoga teacher, meditation teacher, substance abuse counselor. Um, what else I didn't do? That's the question. Uh, all of the Eastern and mixed with the Western. And um, I came across on one of my journey, um, this, this uh, woman that was um, um, agent and book agent and she said I want your story and I will help you publish it so that's how I got to start being on the journey to 
to do something, not just with me, but I figured I could help others. So I created my company called New Life Directions because mm. we got to get on a new fresh yeah. start, fresh start journey. And many years later, um, I've helped many people yeah. um, from drug addiction to weight loss to just stress. So I have all this strategy, all these techniques that I've used on myself yeah. and on thousands of people. I am now involved with a nonprofit for human fighting human trafficking. Love it. And I wrote a book just that has been launched officially on Amazon this week. So oh, I am so, yeah, it's called Victim to Victorious. I love it. Well, and I know that that book title was what drew me to you as a guest, you know, victim to victorious. And, you know, I, I it just sort of really sums up this beautiful, beautiful, painful story that you've just told us about your journey. Um, and yeah, how you've really leveraged it into um, a place where you can clearly help others and and particularly these people that are victims of human trafficking. I mean, they just, they live yes. such incredible trauma. It's its hard for yeah. us to imagine, I think. Exactly. Yeah. And it's I- I instinct in those people are oh, extraordinary. Remarkable. And, um, and um, yeah, to be able to be of service. So because oh. to be of service keeps you going. You know, you can have a job, you can have a business. But to really donate sometimes your time, just unconditional love can be returned 20, 100 times, thousandfold, right? They call it. It's and so true. And I'm in that place of abundance by giving and not thinking, uh, giving. Giving yeah. to me energizes me. And people ask me, but how can you be energized by giving? I said, because I receive so much love. And yeah. love is really the conductor of, of our life. Yeah. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, it really is. It's, it's so powerful, isn't it? And especially now I'm reaching a certain age where I'm thinking, ooh, you know, it's my next book is going to be called Aging Victoriously. And I got <laughs> I get what it means. It means to have this heart, a useful heart, filled with love and passion and compassion. And that's where I'm at now. I love to, You like that? Yeah. Because aging, we cannot fight. And thank nope. God we're aging. We have experience. We have years behind right. us that give us some uh, reliability, and respect, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why people cry. Uh, but this country can be very hurtful about people aging. It's like, poof, dismiss. I want the young ones. I mean, West Palm Beach, yeah. Miami. Yeah. Miami. No, it's true. I mean, I think especially, and I'm going to say especially as women, we get this message that in order to be valuable, um, we have to be youthful and, and we have to be thin. No wrinkles, no. skinny, 
right? All of these, all of these messages that tell us that we don't have value. I mean, you know, we've had, I can think of a very prominent evening news anchor here in Canada that this yeah. summer was unceremoniously terminated from her job because she decided yeah. to let her hair go silver. She wasn't going to color it anymore. And it was the most glorious silver color, like just beautiful. And she doesn't look youthful anymore. So she can't be the evening news anchor. I mean, those are the messages that we get as women and it's atrocious. It's hurtful. Anyway. So I love that you're talking about aging victoriously because I think that is exactly what we need to do is we just need to embrace all the wisdom, all the value that we can bring and just pour that into others. And when we do that, we can, you know, just age with, like you said, incredible passion, motivation, be inspiring, right? And be inspired. Inspiring and inspired. Yes. And I love this expression, joy of life, which is my heart, which is my mindset, yeah. which is my self-love because yeah. At the end of the day, you are with you and yourself and the higher self. That's important. Yeah. But to have this positive, encouraging conversation. And in my book, every day is, I don't do it as often because it's embedded now in my subconscious. But it was, remember, I come from, I can't. So I needed to go, oh, victim, I can't. Victorious, I can. You got it. And I tell people, the moment you start shifting one word, your whole life change. Love it. And my, my mantra is I can, mm -hmm. I do, because you can, but if you sit home watching TV, won't get too much. <laughs> so you have to take action yes. and stay committed, I will. Committed to the picture, the vision of you, the way you want to be. Because if I remember how I used to be in my 20s, shy, um, wanting to be invisible because I couldn't do anything right, right? That's what I believed. And now I'm unstoppable. I mean, <laughs> yesterday I was part of a fashion show and I do modeling. And, and those women said, I want to know your secret of your confidence. And I'm going, because I love this moment. I want to express it. I'm not thinking, oh, am I good enough? Am I young enough? Am I moving the right way? I'm just going for it. I'm embracing this. Love it. I love and, that. You know, energy is what it's contaminating. It's contagious, good and bad. So we need to be really feeling responsible for what we give out to people you know i love that, you with that? yeah and i 100% agree with that we totally do um that and i think that that's such a great message we have to be responsible for the energy that we produce and what we give off um and and i want to we're going to talk in, in just a minute uh edvige is going to share with us her leadership style because I think, you know, when we give off great energy and we show up with great passion and purpose in everything we do as a leader, like when we lead from within, 
then I think we can make an incredible difference. And we all have a bit of a different style in the way we do that. And yes. has already taken my leadership style quiz. So we're going to talk about her style. But if you want to know what your style is, you can go to the show notes here or you can go to highvoltageleadership.ca. There's a button at the top of the page. You can take the leadership style quiz right now. Compare. What are you? What are what style are you? Um, and uh, you know, find out more about what that means for you. And I've got some leadership tips I share as well. So tell us, Ed Beach, what is your leadership style? And I want to thank you, Lindsay, for giving me option because it made me reflect on good, hmm, good. what do I like. And I realized that what I mean, I used to be very directive. Sure. And okay. It, it, it was a mistake I made. Uh, and I, uh, yes, a big one. Since you said, I'll ask you about the mistake you made. That was a yeah. big mistake. Okay. Because I remember being in a one-to-one -one session with this lady. And I said, I, I want to transform this situation, right? She was victimized. Yeah. She was in prison with a mindset. She was negative, down, a mm. limiting belief. And I said, so what I think you could use as as a mentor, I'm free and in charge of my life. And she said, why would you say, why would I say I'm free? Yeah. And I'm thinking you're in prison right now. And this, yeah. I'm not in jail. And she told me that later on, after I did everything around this, I'm free because she didn't want to upset me. She thought I knew what I was doing. Oh. But she never confronted me because she thought she knows better. But at the end of, of, her, of the program, it didn't get the results that I thought she would have. Right. Because she said, I never enjoyed this word. And I thought, what did you tell me before? Okay, so I realized that I need to be supportive oh. instead of direct. Love it. Supportive of your style of your that's why I like to ask about when I love astrology yeah. and I got involved more into astrology and I realized the style of the fire sign versus the water sign can be completely different yeah and I need to honor where you are and ask you and encourage you to find your words instead of figuring out I know what you need and this is a dangerous being a leader because we know we see it and and most of the time we are right but they don't see it they have no awareness and I'm like who am I to impose my will on you so I needed to learn more patience more acceptance of people's journey that they are not maybe moving at the pace that could move. Mm. Let's go for it, create and and respect it. So that's what I learned on my journey and I'm, of my mistakes. So supportive is definitely my style. And as a result of that, I even changed my title. Um, I like to think of I'm an expert in stress management, but I'm not a coach. I'm a transformational guide mm. because I'm guiding you to transform your stress 
into success. I'm guiding you out of your victimization into your victory. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And, and you know, I, I really respect that because as a coach, I, uh, you know, what I have learned as well, very similar to what you've suggested is that it can't be about me or what I want for my client. It really, their victory has to be about them. What does victory yeah. look like for them? And I often say that I am a guide. I'm, I'm here to point out the bumps in the road, help figure out how to get over those. What are the signposts? What are you, what can't you see? Because, you know, we can't see past the end of our own nose now, can we? But I, I really love that, that it's got to be about the client's journey, not about us. Um, and so I really resonate with that. And also Lindsay is sharing with them our journey yeah. and the mistake we made to give them um, a reference point and also they can identify, you know, I mean, what I realized at the end of the day, communication skills is what is missing in most human yes. beings. Yes, yeah. And especially now we have all the texting, which is so confusing. <laughs> Did she mean laugh out loud or it's not? We don't know, wow. exclamation point. Why would you do that when you said it was sad? <clears throat> this is not fun. I mean, you can go crazy trying to right wow. decipher the story instead of converse. I always say, my clients, please don't text me. Please call. I want to hear your voice. I want to I want to tell you. I want to share with you. I, I, I can't do texting too much. It, it, I know it takes less time. That's why time management is my, my challenge. <laughs> I really think, I, I, I always think I have more time than I need. And I need time for me. Yes. And if I start missing my time, I am not a, yes. the best. No, that's true. And, and, yeah. and sacrificing me is not a good idea. No. And I'm willing to do it. I'm always willing. Oh, who cares about me? But then I could feel my energy is not the way it should be. <laughs> right. No, and I, I, I think you bring up such a beautiful point in that, uh, and especially a, a lot of the women that listen to this show are female business owners. And time is a precious commodity when you're running your own business, whether you are running it and working in it yourself or whether you are the CEO and you have a team, you can't make more time. Time is precious. But, you know, there's a there's a trade-off because great communication and the connection takes time it takes effort it takes heart um and it, but it is so incredibly valuable that it is worth our extra time to pick up the phone to get i mean even to use the technology we have been for the last couple of years like we're talking on zoom today being mm -hmm. able to see someone is really key i mean 75 to 80 percent of our communication is nonverbal. And that's why and, and, texting doesn't work. Well, 
I want to say I appreciate that you are seeing me as we speak. I know it's a podcast. Nobody sees us, but I, no. <laughs> I had a podcast with somebody never met and who never decided to show a face. Oh. And it was not a friendly, no. I made it happen, but I was not connected mm. from the heart. Yeah. It was a very intellectual process. I never saw the woman. I never got her energy or expressions. Even if she could have spent five minutes getting to connect with me and then we can turn it off, I'm fine too. And I thought, oh, that's, that tells me a lot about this person. Oh, Her yeah. style was very cold. Mm, that's and too bad. Yeah, so, uh, and I believe the results that we get by taking the time to engage yeah. emotionally are valuable and the results are bigger than we would have without that. So we save time in the long run by investing at the beginning. Do you agree? Oh, yes, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, I don't think you ever go wrong by investing time in connection and building relationships. That is what makes our world go around. That is what makes businesses prosper, is the truth, is creating connection, whether it is connection with your team, who then creates connection with your clients. And if your clients are happy, they bring you more money and they bring you more clients. And so it is in creating the relationships and the connection that we create incredible value. So I agree with, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. And your, your passion for this uh, just absolutely shines through. And I could talk, I could talk with you about this for hours. I think we could probably go on all day, um, but it, I, I think you've offered so much incredible inspiration in this conversation today. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful to have you as a guest on the show. And can I ask you in return of your gratitude to tell all of your listeners to please buy my book, which is available on Amazon, Victim to Victorious and Vish Gilbert, and write me a review because I see my vision hmm, is to get it to uh, Oprah, that Oprah will say, I recommend it to my book club. It's in Kindle and the book, but just a review. And I, I really want that to happen because people tell me it's a great book. I don't want that. I want the review. Right. <laughs> and, and I want some feedback on how I can help you. And um, also what I'm launching uh, actually is that once people get me a review, they put it on their social media and they tag me on it. And they are eligible for a free Zoom group session to create your vision of success of whatever it is you want. And then I will choose maybe two or three winners to have a private session for me where I'll customize that vision. So oh, I'm starting that. Um, tomorrow I'm doing a Facebook Live and I'm excited to um, get it going because I I really believe in it. And, I love uh, it. 
I want people to believe in themselves. Thank you. I love it. Thank you so much uh, for offering Thank that to you, everyone Lizzie. who's listening. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you. And I can't wait to, to have the link to your podcast to put it on my social media and magnify all oh, the yeah. collective, right? Love yes. it. That's exactly what this is about, is like magnifying all these voices. So thank you so much. I really thank appreciate you very your time much today. For you too. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. I sure hope you enjoyed listening as much as I did hosting this conversation. And if you did enjoy today's episode, would you do me a favor? Would you give the episode a five-star review and share it with all of your friends? I would really appreciate that. I've got a goal to impact a thousand female founders. And with your help, we can really amplify this message. Thanks again for being a part of the show. And don't forget to connect with me and all of my guests on Instagram at High Volt Leadership. We'll see you next Friday.